And you know what? Matter of fact, Trump is an elitist to me. That's he has that mindset. He, I, that is a great segue because he has the same mindset. I don't. I could very well see before Trump was the president, he had politics to deal with, mm-hmm. pissing on someone. Easily, easily, I mean, isn't that crazy? It's, it's not even. I can imagine him doing it right now. Like <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not out of the question. <laughs> That's crazy. Welcome, welcome back to the Comet Thought. This is your host Yada. Socially conscious, music loving, sports fanatic, gamer. To my right, I have leader of the Boy Brigade, uh, Benny Boy, representing uh, out of Las Vegas, South Side. Actually, it's Summerlin, but you know it's the the hood part of Summerlin. But yeah. And all the way in Pooch's Sound, we have MJ, aka Astro Boy of the Boy Brigade, Seattle native. But Vegas raised, mm. jack of all trades, and uh, hopeless artistic. Mm. Mm. I like it. I like it. Right? I heard you I guys that, I don't know. I haven't heard anybody say that before, so ah. trademark that. <laughs> I want to. What's going on? We took a week off for all the listeners. You can watch, listen to episodes on SoundCloud, also on iTunes, and we are also available on Anchor. We're getting that going. Yeah. So, man, long two weeks, Christmas break, all the way to New Year's, and now we're here. First week of January, first weekend of January. Yeah. How's everyone's uh week's been going? It's been going amazing, man. Uh, Definitely got a bunch of presents that I wasn't prepared to get. Uh. Appreciate it, MJ. Appreciate it to uh, Danny. Uh, it's nice he ain't with us. I mean, he's alive. He's just not here. <laughs> but, not going with. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it was lovely, man. I couldn't couldn't complain. How's it up there? Your your New Year's over there at Peachy Sound. Starting off the year good. Starting off the year good. Pretty cold. Pretty rainy. Well, typical Seattle, Seattle weather. Hmm. You know how cold we've been over here. Yeah, sixties. Uh, <laughs> pretty warm. <laughs> <laughs> That's how cold we've been. Pretty warm. Uh, Don't even jacket type shit. Yeah, man. Uh, what's been on everyone's mind, man? What's been catching guys' eyes lately this this past two weeks? Man, fuck Logan Paul. <laughs> <Yes>. All right. <laughs> I, why? Why fuck Logan Paul, man? Fuck him. Because I just can't believe people like him are getting paid crazy amounts of money like this. And then they have the audacity to go and do just like such disrespectful stuff. And then people still defending them. But what's worse is the type of people defending them. The only people I saw on the internet defending him are like age eleven to like fifteen year old <laughs> boys and girls. Yeah, he has a strong following with the kids. Logan Paul love the kids. <sighs> now, uh I, I I I looked into it a little bit, but you gotta realize that people on YouTube get paid for doing stupid shit. Like that that isn't that's nothing new. Yeah. I mean my, my... Yeah. But like, 
when you like monetize your apology video and shit too and like <laughs> come on it's just like this that just shows you what kind of person is to me it just seems really fucked up i mean there are a lot of youtube personalities who get paid a shit ton and i don't agree with it but it's what they do i think everybody should be able to do what they want but like i think the fact that like you, he's just gonna get boff completely fine like here they want him to leave youtube they want and, youtube to cut him or like disable yeah. his stuff and even if they do i mean it's just such a massive brainwashing of little kids now that he's gonna get paid money somewhere else doing some similar shit yeah that I, I find I find it highly unlikely that he he'll that YouTube would ever do that. You know, he's a huge contributor to YouTube. That that's never they're not gonna do that's what I, the thing that I don't get and I know you saw my tweet earlier when I was like I'm laughing at the people that are mad at Logan Paul mm-hmm. is because why are they mad at this compared to all the other stuff that people have done? Like what what makes them so mad at this compared to all these other situations? Like, what detail? Is it the fact that he went to a different country and disrespected a different country? Because there's other people that have done that, you know? at a different In different countries. Is it the fact that it's in a country that America is very respectful towards, I guess? Hmm. Or is it... Is this like, the one where he's in, on the plane and you're, like, selling stuff out of his, like, first-class seat? Or is this when he was, like, mailing the midget or little person? Sorry. Uh, like, and he like made him take like a bunch of like sleeping pills, and actually like got him through customs and and mailed him as like a property. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that, but it was just he's uh, he's like he's got like a bunch of different videos. So I don't know what's what's the one that uh ended up causing like such a riff now. Yeah, I guess we should clarify. Yeah, I guess I should clarify. I had no idea who the fuck he was prior to. A week ago in this video. <laughs> yeah. I've only ever seen two videos of his. But I can tell from those two. I don't like <laughs> but I was talking about the one where he goes into uh, the forest in Japan, which is dubbed like the suicide forest, and he's just filming the dead body that's hanging in the forest. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Screw Logan Paul. <laughs> I mean, there's... There's yeah. no punchline to that. Yeah. But, you know, what about the situation where... There, all I'm saying is there's other situations and people are extremely mad. So that was, the first, uh, that was the first video that you're talking about that people got mad about was the dead body situation. Yeah. And, yeah. and then there's another one where he just runs around. I don't know if it was Japan or if it was... I don't know if you can clarify for me, Hong Kong or something like that. I don't know. Somewhere over there and he was running around just doing... Just wild stuff, you just know. Being yeah. Just being very ignorant, and people were trying to get mad about that too. And I was like, "Hold on, hold on, you guys are gonna run this whole thing." And I get it. You know, one thing happens, and they just keep, you know, getting yeah. on it. But yeah. there's so many other situations of other people doing horrible things. Mm-hmm. Why is this getting so much of a spotlight? And I guess it's because so many kids get influenced by it because his following. I I've always known him because of I've worked around kids and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and they. They wear his shirts. They wear his stuff. Kids watch more YouTube than TV. In my eyes, that I've seen since working with kids in like the past two years, yeah, they 
love YouTube. They do that full time more than anything else. Right. And um, it's free. Yeah. You and you could, it's along. just so, it's the tension span, you just go to one thing or another and they right. learn so much stuff that they do. But they follow him and they love him because it's just, just another like prankster video and prankster stuff. So I don't understand why people are so mad at that when there's so much other stuff that they could be mad at. That's why I, my perspective was like, this really isn't, I really like, people are really, you don't understand the type of hate that he's getting right now. They're, it's just like, you really mad at this and you, you're you not as mad about what Trump just did, you know? Or, mm-hmm. you know, like, that's where like, I'm like. Is is the suicide forest, is, is there like memorial bodies or something that's hanging there or something? Or what? What's the uh? What what is he documenting on on the uh footage? So I think I think that video surfaced first, and people got mad about that video, and then the other video came up that Yada was just talking about, where he's just running around Japan doing ignorant stuff, uh, and then people started just like the anger just snowballed into them hating that video too. Mm-hmm. But Suicide Forest is like. He just walks, he's, him and his friends are like walking through the forest and they just see a dead body hanging there. And then they're just like, camera pans to him. He's like, oh my God, is this real? What is that? Should we, should, should we, what should we do? Who is that? And then they like go closer and then they see that the body hanging is like someone who had recently just committed suicide. And so he's like, oh yeah, we should call the cops. Uh, this is no joke. Uh, this is very serious. And then like, 30 seconds go by of them all looking at each other. And then they start like cracking jokes and like laughing around. And like, he's like, Oh, this is a first for me. And just like, I mean, besides a funeral, I've never been around a dead body, but I'm assuming that it is a, a lot different than when you're just on the other side of like a camera looking at one. Yeah. And like, so they're just like looking at it up and down on the camera. They like blur out the face, but they like, zoom in on his hands or like oh yeah he's like this must have just happened look at his hands and stuff like that like Mm. it's just i think the that aspect of touching on life or death and is really what just got people's blood boiling and then yeah they saw the other video and then i think the anger and the hate just kind of snowballed (laughs) yeah especially when you're saying he's got a kid following like that like that's that's yeah, I could see I could see in that aspect of uh, messing like cracking jokes about death and stuff like that, and then they have he has a, such a huge kid following, so they all the kids seen that and stuff. But uh, yeah, so you're definitely wrong in that situation. But for people to snowball and like it just kept going on and on, and they just kept they're finding more things. They don't realize that all his videos like that, so they can keep snowballing and they'll keep seeing all these different videos of all this like. But he's been mm-hmm. doing that. And then they can go to other YouTube videos of all these other YouTubers making 30000 a month off YouTube off pranks and stuff. Yeah. That go way too far, you know? Right. So it's just, you're going to get on him like that? I can definitely see that video, that death thing. Like, keep it out of the video, you know? Yeah. Just unedit that. You don't need that. Especially where he stands. He doesn't need to do that. But don't start jumping into, like, get him off YouTube. Get him off. Then you're going to have to get all these other people off YouTube right. that actually generate money for YouTube. So... Right. I, don't know. I just felt like it was too big. They made it way too big, way too quick. I just wish there was a talent in what he's doing. I think it's like for Vine when he was like doing the stuff mm-hmm. back then. There was like a talent of like, all right, like 
you can kind of see like the the top tier of the same people. They're all sharing each other's videos. They're all in each other's videos. They kind of just did their own thing. And then it's like if you tried to crack that, you know, that bottom percentile and stuff, mm-hmm. there was there was an art form into like wrapping it up in like six seconds. Like mm-hmm. let's do like little fun parts. Now that you got that barrier is kind of not there, and you can just do whatever you want. And it's just like, all right, now you really got to give me comedy. I, I, you're not going to entertain me in six seconds. For something like that, it's like, yo, like I can see how you don't really have, like you can't write a comedy special. You can't uh, produce anything like as far as like anything that pertains to comedy. It's like, that's just not, you, you kind of tap out at that, at that certain point. If he, sees, if he sees a dead body hanging from a tree, it's like, oh, this is a comedy opportunity. Mm-hmm. Your mind isn't wired right. You don't, you don't have the ability to, to really do that. Not right then and there. Oh, I was say because I could definitely see David Chappelle cracking a joke. Right then and there, when not you see right it, then and there, but at the right time because he's yeah, so good a at that. Stand up special or something. Yeah, 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 then you could go ahead and do it. But right then and there, it's just like you're what? you're documenting your initial response of what's happening, and you're like, oh, you're making fun of, you're making fun of death. Like yeah. it's like it's yo, you gotta. I, could, I don't know. Even with the, I could I could definitely see David Chappelle with his family or his close friends or whatever, and they crack some type of joke after they respectfully. But they wouldn't put that's it on. One of, he's one of the greats, though. That's <laughs> somebody that's well versed in what he does. It's like I can't imagine Kevin Hart. Like he's great. He's not one of the greats. And if he tried to do something about death and like, oh, let me just crack jokes about suicide, I'd have been like, uh, no, you might people do, to... huh? People do. Not Kevin Hart. Yeah, yeah, not Kevin Hart. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, but then it's good, like a question of like, yeah, like. You can find so many people on YouTube who do that, who do his like his type of comedy, and like the people, the other video that you were talking about, Yada, like I'm completely cool with that. It just shows like if I saw that video without that whole death video, I'd be like, all right, just another jackass on YouTube. Yeah, I just pass it along. Like it's just not something I would watch. Right. So, and then like yeah, to put that on when you have that kind of following, I think it's pretty messed up. Definitely. But then it's like as a parent, when do you like? When do you, what do you, how, how much would you censor what your kid's taking in? Especially on YouTube when it's free, everyone's got a smartphone. Like, how do you, how would you monitor that? I, I would probably, to be honest, I would have to talk to my kid and just teach him the understanding of, or her. I don't even know why I went to <laughs> Boy Brigade. <laughs> just, just teach him or her the, the understanding of how things are and how the world is, you know, I wouldn't sugarcoat things, mm. you know, at all. I hate the whole idea of sugarcoating things or like putting a restriction on it because if like there is a restriction on YouTube and you have to make them stay on that restriction, how long are you can do that for until they start trying to break down the door. Right. So I would just pretty much just be open about everything and let them know what is right and is wrong mm-hmm. and like be open to show me some videos you think is funny or, you know, yeah. like to keep that transparency. That's how I would take it. Yeah, I I I would kind of agree because it's you're not gonna be able to shelter them away from anything, especially when it's just they can, it's just you you basically just try and make them understand what they're absorbing so that they can comprehend it better. Because if you don't, then they're gonna ask their friends, and their friends are gonna give them some, you know, uh, seventh eighth grade answer. It's like, oh yeah, you just like if it's like sex or something. So like, yeah, you just stick it in their belly button, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> baby appears in their belly. It's like. Okay, hey, nigga, you gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. How yeah, would you take that? Shit. What? How would you take that? 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think now there just needs to be so much transparency between parents and their kids. Like, you got to know what they're doing in their daily lives. You have to have that talk with them. Like, as old-fashioned as it sounds, you got to have that. We're all at the dinner table talking about what your day's been like, what you're learning, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's just becoming ever more important just because, like, the accessibility to the Internet is so easy and like who knows what they're encountering that's why oh man episode of black mirror oh man watch that one but um i before you get into it i want to say something about the whole sit at the dinner table thing why in most recent i don't know how i can't predict how many years but why has every scene with family at the dinner table always like arguments and stuff now like there's never no happy scenes at dinner at the dinner table anymore that's a good question. I, I think last time it was like Leave It to Beaver, something like that. It's just been a while. Like I haven't seen a movie where it was like a happy family eating, unless you're watching a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> 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 but they still be having like sessions where, but yeah, I just haven't seen one. So if you if you see one, <laughs> hashtag <laughs> comment thought and tell me the scene, man, because I yeah, have not seen one. one. But yes, Black Mirror, the first episode. I, I'm trying to tell you, just watch it. Because we'll do one episode by one episode. Every episode will come with that. Just watch it. You'll love it. You'll love it. I can't give you like a quick synopsis. Because I, I still don't know how to explain the show. Um, MJ, can you give us a quick description of the show for people that haven't seen it? It's very hard for me to describe it. Uh... So the whole show, each episode is a completely different story. And it goes from like 50 minutes to summer, like one's like an hour and a half or something. It's almost like a full blown movie, hmm. but it's just like a, a futuristic take on technology integrating with our lives and just kind of how some of like human nature would play out if certain tech was available to us right now. Hmm. So for example, the one I was just talking about, is like parent control. It's like, uh, Archangel is the first episode. Oh my God. Yeah. Like the, the mom gets something implanted into her daughter and it kind of gives her access to see what her daughter's seeing, uh, filter things out. Uh, and just like detect like when she's stressed out, when her heart rate's increasing, stuff like that. So it gives you like complete control of to be able to see what what her daughter's doing, and that's just like, well, huh. yeah, okay. I think the best part about the show for me is what you said: the how technology is going to interact with our social life and our just. It, it 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 does a very good take on it. It does a very realistic, like, oh, I can see that happening. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, and, that, and the technology is not like, I feel like people can create that now or in the next five years. Like, that's how good they make it. It's not like, oh, you're flying spaceships to and back from Mars and something. You know, it's legit technology you can see being made right now. Right. So yeah. it's crazy. Hmm. That was interesting. And that's only one episode? Yeah, that was only one episode. It's great. It's a great show. You got to watch that. It's a really great show. So I, I advise anybody listening to this, 
uh, comment that even if you don't watch shows like that to definitely tune into Black Mirror. It's a very, very good show. Good writing, good all actors. Right. All the actors on it start blowing up after I see him on there. That's like, true. I see him on the show and then bam, he's in Get Out. <laughs> Just like people blowing up. All right, I'll co- I'll commit. All right, on th- like comment thought, and mm-hmm. you guys can hold me against yep. it, and I'll, I'll right. start watching it. So just to talk about the first episode real quick, since he hasn't seen it, and we'll go from first episode and uh, next episode we'll talk about episode two. Oh, you can spoil it. Yeah, we'll go. go ahead, so, yeah. uh, how'd you feel about episode one? The Archangel one or mm-hmm. the Archangel? That's the first episode, right? I think the USS the like intergalactic. Oh. One is the first episode. You sure? Oh, it is. Oh man, let's talk about that one first. You can watch <laughs> Arch- Archangel, and then we'll talk about it next episode. Okay. All right. So we talking about the first one? Yes. Oh. We going? How deep we going? Giggity. <laughs> uh, going? I just want to know. First of all, I bet you liked it because it definitely started when it first started off for me. I was like, oh shit, I don't know if I'm gonna like this because I'm not into Star Trek like that. Mm-hmm. But literally, like three minutes, four minutes, it shows you what it really was about. So, how do you like? How was your intro? Let's just start from the intro. And what was your first intakes? Uh, from the intro, I loved it because from the first time he's on the ship, and like he saves the day, and then you realize it's just a simulation. It's just like, okay, like he's a he's a normal dude. Uh, that's exactly like a kind of simulation i would have where you're like saving the day then he goes into work and everyone's kind of like shitting on him and you'd be like you feel bad for him and it's just like they just do such a good job like establishing the relation like the feelings towards each person in the beginning of the episode so well and then like they just completely change it (laughs) yeah i that's i agree with you like that i really was a fan of his it's straight when the first like five ten minutes of the show you're like oh man this guy just re- just he's just releasing his stress when he gets home and he, of a game that he created mm-hmm. that he gets in, you know he gets that's all he does he orders pizzas and and just plays his game assimilation mm-hmm. I was which like is, man I'm a fan like let him live which is him what in. we do now too that's why yeah. it's so like it's yeah. so relatable huh. we do yeah. like we we indulge in games like that and and we try to live in our games more than. Our outside world, you know. Right, right. So I was a fan of his up until, out of nowhere, I, at some point he ends up being the bad guy in the show. Hmm. Like he was like the the villain instead of being the, the, the hero. hero. Huh. It was crazy. They switched it on you, and they did that by, um, the, in a simulation. So in in his simulation, he's able to, if he gets saliva or DNA off of his coworkers. Mm-hmm. He's able to put him in a simulation, and he's the leader of Star Trek. You might be able to not Star Trek, but um, how would you describe that world? What was it? Uh, yeah, it's like an intergalactic, like open world in space, and he's just like on his own ship, uh, with his crew, and you can like hop around from planet to planet. So it's like Star Trek, where you're advent, you're adventuring off into oh, okay. depths of space and planets like that. But he was able to get his coworkers that he did not like. Oh, and he the, kills them off. He doesn't the... kill them off. He just like a, the hugest bully, and like they're stuck in there. And they know that they're. It's actually them. They know that they're stuck in there, and they know there's a real, a real them outside of the simulation, and they're stuck in this world. 
huh. and it's horrible. They're they're just being tortured. Just, they've been in there for how many years? I don't know. So many. It was hundreds, I think, or something like that. Yeah, it's crazy. And so like he, he he's the creator, so like he, this is all some like experimental shit that like no one else knows about. And so all the like clones of his coworkers inside the game are sitting there hating themselves because like he has all the ultimate power within that world. He can just like turn them into aliens and like suffocate them. Like huh. he can do any. He had, he's just omnipotent in that in that world. And so it it I would say my favorite part of the show would probably have to be the fact that these the people knew they were stuck in there and they knew there was a real them out there. Right. And they still want to get out. Like, imagine, I just put myself in that situation. Like, imagine that I knew that this isn't real life, but I know that there's a real life out there and I can't be in that real life. Yeah. I'm stuck in here. Yeah. And like that whole aspect, I was just like, this is, no other shows ever put me in that situation. Hmm. And it was crazy to be able to be in that situation Almost like the Matrix kind of thing, where it's just like you're, you know, you're in a different world and stuff, but it's like you're, you're functioning as if you are. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. 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 I thought about that too, because like he, he, one of the torture methods that he used on uh, one of his crew that wasn't like complying was like he just completely took away her face. And so she could not breathe. Imagine just a layer of skin. Just like Slenderman. Like, huh. Yep. But, so she's sitting there suffocating, but she can't die unless he allows it. So imagine just be sitting there suffocating forever. Ugh. (laughs) Yeah, just gasping for air, but like never getting anything. So do they ever see this guy? Like once the game is whatever... Like, are they still at work, or do they just not show up to work anymore every time he gets saliva from them and stuff? No, no, they're they don't know there's another simulation. They don't know that their saliva was taken or DNA. They don't know that they have their, no. That's a what I'm saying. Like them. after after he takes it and then puts them in this world, when he goes back to work the next day, are they there at work with them? Yeah, they're real life. That they don't know nothing about it. Imagine me <laughs> taking right now. You're next to me. And you, I, I grab one of your hair, Polycurus. Oh, okay. So it's two separate thoughts. Like it's a a person that's in there is just like, yo, like how the hell did this happen? Whatever. Yeah. But they don't have a damn clue. That's ter- that's horrific, dog. Oh my god. <laughs> that's why you should definitely watch Black Mirror. It's episodes like that, nonstop in different situations. And that's what I wanted to talk about. Like that first episode made me so excited for the rest of the season. I was like. What other situations do you guys have for me to just think about for hours? Because it was amazing. <laughs> like I was like I love things that make me think outside of the show. Yeah. Like I, I'm done watching the episode and I'm still like right now I'm thinking about other thoughts of just how great the writing was and how they put me in a different, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That one was so good. Mm. Definitely. And that's the first episode. Next episode next uh Comment that we'll definitely talk about Archangels. That's the second episode. So okay. make sure you catch up. Give you a chance to watch that one. Hmm. Okay. I will. I will. <laughs> but one thing I was thinking about is um I think that we haven't really talked about it. Touch bases on that Harvey Weinstein and all of those like big wig execs that are like kind of taking it to uh you know, sexually pre- like being predators and stuff oh, towards yeah. like a bunch of like women and and everything. 
Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 crazy because now it's it's almost like you've got them scared and you got them running, which is good, but you just you make them hide like you make the people that haven't been caught yet hide it even more than what's already been hidden. You know what I mean? So it's like they're gonna they're gonna be walking on they're already walking on eggshells, but now they're gonna be watching how careful they step and then they're gonna start feeling a certain way towards certain people and stuff. Hopefully women will actually come out and say it and it won't be just the select few that's already said stuff. Cause when I heard like Terry Crews came out and was like, Yeah, I've been I've been approached with people, you know, and people that have like wanted me to, you know, have sex and all that stuff. I was like, Terry Crews? I was like, Really? I didn't know it What's crazy is I've always heard that was like a um a thing, mm-hmm. a way of like a ritual, I guess, or like, you know, to get into Hollywood. Yeah. It's always been a sexual thing. Yeah, it's just been like kind of taboo to, to not bring it up. Like yeah. they just kind of accepted it and stuff. But I mean, it's, it's just crazy because it's, that's only the movie industry. Like you got to think about every industry that's out there where it's like conglomerates where it's like oh you have to run through us in order for this to happen that's just acting you're not thinking about modeling photography and all that i mean grand sorry mj i'm just throwing your craft into this i don't want to talk about it, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but yeah, i mean music included and like you know like just everything and it's I, I just feel like since that's just the biggest platform where you have you know media outlets that are going to kind of you know take that story and move it along you know all of those other unnamed businesses that have hr departments it's like yeah hr is not really gonna help the guy in cubicle six over here trying to say that you know their boss is is won't let them get promoted and stuff you know what i mean yeah but yeah how often you think it's happening more in like common workplaces or more in like these industries where honestly there's a lot of money and a lot of power being thrown around that like movies politics modeling right it's, it's like, definitely happening more in those because there's no eight department hr departments or and it's not as structured and there's a lot more um yeah like you said more money thrown around there's more of a hierarchy of power yeah, I think I think it's just more the common workplaces. I think they accept it more. I don't think that they're really going against the grain like that. I think if you know a lot of women in general, they'll have like their own boyfriends, but then they have like, oh, this is my work boyfriend. This is my work husband. This is my, you know, whatever. Like they they start saying that kind of stuff where, you know, they have their own separate life, kind of like what we were talking about um, on. I think it was the first or second podcast with uh, with Danny here, where it was like you spend so much time at work for so long mm-hmm. that that kind of becomes the majority of your life. And you're yeah. like, I kind of want to, let me accept this. Let me start embracing this. So then I see like girls at uh, work and girls at like the gym where they're just like, oh yeah, like you're like my gym boyfriend. Oh, and this is my work boyfriend. And this is my, it's like, uh, it don't work that way, but I appreciate it. And then it's just like they, they feel more comfortable. Like, oh, I can hug you and I can put my head on your chest and I can do that stuff. But we're not really together. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, that's that's going to kind of confuse a lot of people. The perverts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just, I, I, I can imagine where it's, 
you know, some guy hiring some model and then the girl is just like kind of playing around like, yeah, okay, yeah, you're kind of cute. All right, I can play along with it. And then after a while, he starts whipping his thing out, starts jacking off into, you know, his his office plants in the on the desk table. It's like, yeah, this, this took a weird turn. <laughs> you know, there's always going to be issues with men and the way men treat women because they don't ever see them as equals or something, you know? Yeah. So that's always going to be the problem. The thing that I always found interesting is... um. The whole gay situ- gay situation in Hollywood yeah. and with the, the with the children, like the young artists, mm-hmm. the young actors, the young actresses, like yeah, that's you know, is it's it's being open now, and right. I guess we've always heard that we always heard jokes. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys saw David Chappelle's special at all. Oh, no, not yet. But he, but he touches a little bit on it on his last one. He gets real on his last one. Oh man, you guys, we should definitely talk about that a little bit. But yeah, like it's people make the jokes about it and they know a little bit about it, but they don't realize to an extent how serious it is. But I think that's what caught my eye is like how open and how many people have actually messed with these little kids, these pedophiles in Hollywood, and it's horrible. Uh, So you're talking about the actors or like people actually molesting the kids and then getting caught for it getting called out for it now yes oh yeah and i don't know if they just knew about it back then and they were just like well that's the way of the business that's just the way it works i'm pretty sure a lot of parents knew about it and they were just getting money and the you know they were just like i just have to keep my mouth shut which is even worse yeah that's what i'm saying you let your kid go through that that's crazy. Because the parents, obviously, like, you're going to listen to what your parents are saying. Obviously, it makes you feel like, yes. you know, shit and stuff. But it's just, your parents are like, oh, we just do this. And, I mean, do you want the, do you want to, uh, and they start bribing you with, like, you want better Christmas presents? Do you want them this year? It's like, I guess. And then they just go along with it. It's just like, yo, you guys need to get buried underneath a jail cell. Like, that is horrific. But, you know. Yeah. At least people are getting like more open about it and like i mean that's really the only way that it's going to stop anyone right is if someone calls them out on their bullshit and they see people getting caught right that's about it yeah Yeah. it's just the thing that kind of irks me a little bit more about it is that the news outlets and stuff it's a flash in the pan it's like a quick story it's like i'm sure there's still you know, blacks that are getting killed by police and all that stuff is just not being documented because it's like, oh, it's not the hot story anymore. Let's let's move on to Harvey Weinstein and let's start, let's find Kevin Spacey. Let's find Brett Ratner. Let's find, and they start just doing that. And all of a sudden it's like, ah, yeah, somebody got killed by the police. That's it's not a big deal. That's not what the hot story is. We're, the hot story is this. And then when this dies out, then I feel like all those pedophiles are like, all right, finally, the coast is clear. And then they can just go back to... Jacking off in office plants. <laughs> you make that sound so innocent. What the fuck? Uh, see how we just made a joke at the end, something that was, you know what I'm saying? It happens. That's that all was, I'm saying. Was, I'm not trying to defend the man. I'm just saying it happens. People make jokes. I mean, yeah, I would expect you better. to go and edit that out afterwards. You know, and then post this and then monetize our apology letter and then try and write a deal off of shit. Like, uh. Yeah, I mean, Kevin Hart's got a Jumanji out, and he's going through He was on The Breakfast Club recently, Kevin Hart, and he was just like, yeah, I fucked up. 
Yeah, that's all you got to do. Just just <laughs> own up to it. And you see Bill Cosby and Harvey Weinstein. No, I never did that. Yeah, that yeah. was it. Never happened. It's like, oh man, you want to challenge people? Like they have so many resources now. Oh man, I don't know. This might sound weird, but I was just recently thinking about Bill Cosby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not weird. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely top. Yeah, yeah. You got the yeah. intro. But of no, this I was thinking about sure. him. I was thinking about him in the sense of him being a elitist. I was thinking about just people who just think they're elitist, mm-hmm. and, you know, and how they act and how elitists act. And I was just like, man, would I want to be an elitist and be in that role and have money like that? And would I act like that? And I just, I could never see myself acting like that, you know? Right. And then I thought about R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking about, you really have to be in an elitist mind state to be pissing on someone. So that's where my train of thought was going with the whole elitist thing. Like people who think they're elitist, like I could never see myself in that position or being that person, just thinking they're so much better than other humans. Like I just can't see that. I do can see myself having that type of money, but not ever being an elitist like that. And it's just like, how, like why do people, you know, think that way in that sense? I mean, that's like if there was like a homeless person or something and they were asking for a dollar and I just threw it out the window like out of my car and he had had, like he had to pick it up from the ground. That's how you know how degrading that is to be doing that to somebody. This dude pissed on a 14 year old girl. Like how much of a elitist do you have to think you are to to degrade a human being like that i'm not even going into the specifics because there's more it's a girl and she's under age that's even worse but just cut those out even any person do it to any person and i assume he had an erection i i would I assume would, yeah <laughs> you gotta have it you gotta get a kick out of it so for somebody to really it's like oh man i got like i, I really got a kick like i to the point i had an erection when i was doing it that's how much you enjoyed it like that's crazy bro that's yeah, that's that's issues. Yeah, that's just I don't know how how much do you think it is it like is predetermined, kind of just like how the person like he is, and then how much of it comes from like people blowing his head up and like all this money come flooding in and like yeah, I mean you're a product of your environment, right? Right. So yeah. when people are treating you like what it, like an R and B love music making god? Then yeah. that's that's what he's gonna view himself as. You just gotta keep raising the ceiling, kind of thing. And it's just like, well, I you know, sleeping with regular girls is I I need a challenge. I already got supermodels and I got all this stuff, or whatever. Now like little kids don't know what my music is. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get with them. It's like when he started doing that. Was nailing that for a while, and he was just like, ah, I wanna I wanna start pissing on it. like that had to have been a point where it got to it's like yeah there ain't nobody doing this it's like man you're right nobody <laughs> <laughs> oh man elitist man elitist mm. pretty bad man and you know what matter of fact trump is an elitist to me that's he has that mindset he i that is a great segue because he has the same mindset i don't i could very well see before Trump was the president, he had politics to deal with, mm-hmm. pissing on someone. 
easily easily I mean, isn't that crazy <laughs> it's not even i can imagine him doing it right now like yeah it's not out of the question <laughs> that's crazy like and he's our president so it's just like the whole elitist thing is just oh god when you say he's our president it snaps me back out of reality i'm just thinking of trump as like this it's like an elephant in the room kind of thing where it's just like yeah i mean yeah it's just, yeah that's no just one really says it like that right no one that says that? our president like well unless you're like a journalist or something like that but no one is in in the room saying my president that's for sure i already know like george bush is like whew, thank god i thought i was gonna be the worst but this dude is <laughs> Out <laughs> forget about me for another 30 years <laughs> oh, oh my god that's crazy how yeah so speaking of uh trump about the book situation you want to elaborate a little bit more on that oh yeah so i saw somebody who worked um with him earlier in his campaign and i think he was after trump had got elected he was in the White House with him for a little bit before he got fired. Um, I guess he's writing a book about Trump, and there's a bunch of stuff in there that obviously made Trump look bad. And so Trump and his lawyers tried to send him a cease and desist order and make sure like he didn't release this book. And so Dude and his publishers pushed up the release date and released it earlier. Because, <laughs> I mean, well, shit, if that's not good marketing and like publication yeah. like you got trump your president actually sending you a letter not to release it fuck yeah i'm gonna release this early like <laughs> everybody's gonna want that now it's just like it was such a perfect marketing scheme to me i was like holy shit they did really well i would have used it as a quote on the cover of the book <laughs> <laughs> if you're reading this trump <laughs> you're too late <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, release this. Got me. I didn't even Donald know Trump. that they could. I didn't even know that they could like. He must have been working his ass off to get this book out. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he hadn't been in the office that long already. So yeah, that's what is it like yeah. six, seven months now? No, it's a year. A year. It's January. January. He, he got in yeah. in January. The last week of January. It's almost a year. Almost a year. Yeah. Holy hell! It has yeah. been a year. Mm-hmm. I forget exactly when he was sworn in, but I don't know. I know I know. I got to check out that book. That's going to be on my list of uh, books I read this year. Yeah, sure. it's called Fire and Fury, I think. Hmm. I'm going to check yeah, that I'm out. Gonna, I'm going to check that one out, which is like, it's just so, I'm going to check it out, but it's just. You already know it's going to be a marketing it. scam. <laughs> oh, you think so? You don't think it's going to be a good book? No, I'm sure it'll be good, but I mean. Is gonna, what is it gonna? I'm gonna learn Trump's even more fucked up than what I thought he was. Is that gonna help oh, me in man. the long run? Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I thought about that too. I was like, I already know he's an asshole and an elitist, and he could probably piss on someone. So, <laughs> oh, do I really want to read the book? Let's find out who he's pissing on. <laughs> like, what could Trump shock you with at this point? Um,. Reverse psychology. So he oh, gets, like he's really a good guy? So you've been watching Black Mirror too much. <laughs> I really have. I can see him like start doing some uh, some some Black Lives Matter type shit and and um, 
He's been actually saying an apology to some countries, and I could see him doing that type of stuff, and that could be like shock me. That's the only thing. That's the only way he could shock me. It's a great answer. That, that completely <laughs> took everything out of mind. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I could come up with if is he turned out to legit be a robot. <laughs> and honestly, it would only shock me because I would expect a robot to be smarter. <laughs> Like I would expect their speeches to be way more eloquent. <laughs> like, uh, that's it. That's the only way. Oh my god, you've been watching a lot of Black Mirror too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang man. Oh man, what happened to MTV? Yeah, what did happen to MTV? How how did what was I thinking that put me there? Uh, I don't know, but what happened to the mu- music television actually showing music videos? Like, I don't know. Why yeah. did they stop? Because of the internet. Um, I know um, BT, the, what was it called? Damn, that bad? What is it called? <laughs> you don't know it either, huh? You're talking about 106 in Park? Yeah, 106 in Park. <laughs> uh, when 106 in Park, they stopped because music videos on social networks get more views than it was on TV. Yeah. So it, they kind of died out, you know? Well, it's because you actually, they had no choice. Like, you had to sit there and wait for your video to come yes. on. And then it wasn't even, like, especially on, like, TRL. Like, it would play, like, 10 or 15 seconds of the video and then go back, and that was number nine for... And then just, like, uh, what the hell? Like, I sat here and waited the whole episode to, to watch the video. And you, yeah. I'm going I'm to watch... And if it, they did it now, can you imagine Justin Bieber? Like, 112 weeks straight. Yeah. Justin Bieber video. with Despacito. It's like, oh, my <laughs> God, man. Despacito. <laughs> Oh man, right, one so, direction. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah, couldn't run the same way. Bad execution, bad management on their part, but they're trying to bring TLL back though. Yeah, I think DC Young Fly is like hosting yeah, it. Yeah, co hosting it with someone else. Which is Yeah, I saw Eminem doing some promotions with it because he came out with his stuff and that's where he first blew up. So it was like some promotion thing and I was just like, Oh man. Damn, just leave, leave Eminem where he's at, man. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> leave him up there. Don't bring him down. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's hard to keep defending him. <laughs> <laughs> he's making a really That's tough one. I, I didn't even want to get into the album. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I th- yeah, not at all. I can't listen to it. Talked about that in episode three. Um, I do want to talk about uh, Childish Gambino. Did you guys know this guy made a kid without any of us knowing, and he's on his second? He just had a second kid. I did see that. Congratulations to him. Seems I, I like how he keeps it his personal life out of the spotlight. I mean, yeah, that's that's good. Congrats. I mean, I might as well. Oh, I'd- thank you. Looking at me while saying that. No, I just I didn't know you had kids at all. I didn't know you had a wife or anything. I don't know if he has a wife. That's certain. That might be a girlfriend. I mean, so I don't know. Right. Yeah, I've seen a picture of like 
baby mama, but that was like, it was still so low key and like there weren't a bunch of pictures of her. Like, I don't even know who she was. And I was just like, I don't know, but I'm not that kind of person who's like really wants to dive into celebrities' personal lives and look at who's dating who. Right. True. True. That, should, just, that, that, that doesn't excite me at all. Yeah. Like, I like them because of their careers and what they're doing, like, with their creativity. So I just, like, I'm honestly not too concerned with who they're dating at the time. It's very true. I think the only celebrities that I, like, am interested in who they're dating is because of the Kardashians. Because it's like, they just hop around from black guy to black guy. So I'm like, oh. <laughs> just waiting on your turn. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you going to make me rich now. Nah. Uh, no, nah, just... It's just funny seeing that, cause they, you're right. I don't really look into like who they're dating or anything like that. I do sometimes find out if like it's their sweetheart. If I find out, you know, if there's a if someone before they got rich, cause I'm like, you know, these girls are gold diggers, and do they accept like, do they accept that? I know she's probably with me because of my money, but yeah. Or do they actually ride or die with their sweetheart? Or do they or do they find a woman that actually rode with them, mm-hmm. or the other way around? Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's just, I think it's more females, like, they want to, that's what they can connect with, is, like, relationship and emotion, you know, mm. kind of thing or whatever, and they, like, when they're listening to songs, they're like, I just want to feel it, you know what I mean? Like, I want to be able to know what he's talking about, so it's like, when I hear facts of, like, oh, Kendrick's had his... High school sweetheart. Yeah, and then J. Cole, the same thing, like, they just, they yeah. had their own thing, and I'm like, all right, that's cool to know. I wouldn't have dove into it to find out, but yeah. knowing that it's like that, that's cool to know. Yeah. Same thing with Childish. Like right now, it's like I've listened to Childish for so long, I've never even cared to even look into it at all. So, but you know, yeah, it's... that might be the next MTV. That's probably the only way I would care is if they made a show about it, put it on MTV, and they analyzed like. <laughs> Who that person was jumping around with, or who they were with at that time, and how it impacted their their mm. creativity and their field. So it's like, look at Tristan Thompson and his performance <laughs> as he's been with Chloe versus. Oh man, if you did those stats, oh my god, you would actually believe the curse. Yeah, because... uh, like yeah, it's got to have some kind of impact on their work for me to care. Because I don't know, is it? Do you? Oh, I don't know. You know, just talking about this, but Blake Griffin's dating one of them, isn't he? I think I think it's uh Kendall because that man just got hurt tonight. Really Kendall, how, which one is Kendall? How old is the she? The tall one. She's like twenty three. She's like a Victoria's Secret model now. She's oh, I think oh, she's the only one that doesn't have any like work done. Yeah, yeah. She's the like natural body. And she yeah. looks really good to me. Yeah. But Blake, I appear it was Blake Griffin. But guess what just happened to Blake Griffin tonight? Yeah. And wow. his career, he just got hurt. He got really hurt. How bad? Uh, some really bad head injury gruesome head injury but uh his career has been going kind of down the hill anyway so right. I, this year was kind of a i feel like it was a little bit of a pickup for him no other superstars on the team like he got to run stuff like and he's on a big their... contract yeah I, I see that yeah but he's not like the blake griffin always in the you know showing the highlights and in, in the spotlight oh, yeah, no. of like yeah it takes a little time it just it warms up the curse like it yeah. just it starts getting momentum and then all of a sudden like do you realize how like how high of a pinnacle these people were that they've been brought down like Reggie Bush won a Super Bowl and then he got taken down 
Like Lamar Odom won an NBA championship, two of them, and then he was a crackhead in a brothel. Like how they just, <laughs> how they bring him. Like Kanye like, walked with Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking you're talking about Lamar Odom. I was no. just like, how high was he? Like this dude was walking with Jesus. No, but yeah, Kanye was kind of yeah. Like he was at the top of his game. He don't. He can't call Jay Z and Beyonce anymore. He went crazy. Yeah. Bro, actually went crazy. He like, actually was hospitalized. That's some that 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 is some powerful stuff to undo those things. I, like I understand, it's like oh, I stubbed my toe. Oh, the curse is real. Like that would have been like, all right, cool. I bit my tongue. The my curse whole is real. dynasty is falling apart. Like yo, like that's and they just like man, she got a fat ass. Man, I don't know. I can't fight it. And they just like dog. You got to find something else, bro. <laughs> like Tyga was. The first person to be like an uncle and a daddy to the same kid, I was just like, I, I don't know, I don't even understand how it's physically possible, brother. <laughs> like, how, how did you? Oh, man. oh hold on, we talking about this? Travis Scott about to have a kid with one of them. We yeah. just talking about Travis Scott, man. Talented, talented. I was just telling um, hashtag, Benny Boy over here. Hashtag pray for Travis Scott. Let's hope he can survive this. <laughs> I was just telling him about uh, Travis Scott and how he worked on a lot of drums and bass and a lot of the production for Kanye West way before Yeezus and up to Yeezus. So people don't know that and it's pretty crazy. Hmm. That's a good start. Maybe it's but I mean didn't you say he comes from a musical family too? Yes. Yes, he comes from very musical family. Hmm. From his dad being in jazz bands and all that stuff, mom being in, I forget, just all uncles, all of them. They had all those instruments. He learned all that stuff at a young age, hmm. around it all, around hip hop too, because a lot of those uh, jazz artists that his dad's around, I guess, was influenced in a lot of the managing of our different artists and stuff. So, oh, okay. Yeah, he's very, very, very into music. So, but we'll see. He's about to have a kid with one of the Kardashians. So. Hmm. Yeah, out of all of them, like the Lil Yachty's, Lil Uzi Vert's, he's he was like the only one that I was just like, mm-hmm. I mess with him. But I guess there's a reason why now. <laughs> <laughs> For you not to? Yeah. Uh, we need to put the Kardashians on the cover of Madden and see if we can like, cancel out some curses or something. Uh, I don't know. Tom Brady did all right with that curse. Didn't he break the curse? He might have. I don't know. Was he? I haven't played. That's, yeah, that's not he was on one of the most too, recent so. ones. So I'm pretty sure he broke the curse. It's probably not that year though. He just he, he does fine every year. These guys do fine every year. So, some of the years people be stretching and try and make it a curse, like oh they do it for three thousand yards yeah. this year and two thousand one hundred and fifty oh, yeah. last year. The curse is real. I think he's the only one that's broken, but he can do that. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. He is the goat. Of all time. Hands down. If anyone wants to try to debate that, go ahead and hashtag common thought on Twitter. We're coming at your heads. More than Montana? Huh? More than Montana? Yes, more than Montana. He is the greatest of all time. No quarterback has ever done what he's done. <laughs> some grum some angry gum grumbling. <laughs> some Yosemite Sam. It's just I, if you if you take out Belichick, it's see yeah, people always say that, and it's like, oh, it's the coaching. No, and I'm not. I'm not taking know. like everything away. I'm just saying it's just it's 
that's a crazy tandem that they've had. And I don't, I don't know if either one of them would ever be what they were without each other. You know how I feel when people say that it's like take away Phil Jackson. Exactly. That's the same. That's the same comparison. Would Would you not consider? That's why LeBron, how we were talking about him and stuff. That's why I credit him so much because it's like he did this with Mike oh, Brown. Oh, you he credit him? Yeah. Okay. His career is not over, and we're comparing him to them. Like, if his career is over, and then it's like people were comparing Kobe to Jordan. It's just like, yo, you got to chill out. Like, you got to stop. That's the same thing I was doing then. But LeBron is doing it with, like, David Blatt, Mike Brown, Tyrone Lue. Like, it's just like, oh, you're not really getting coached by anybody. you just kind of out there just playing pickup ball, Mm -hmm. and you're getting to the finals. That's pretty impressive. When you have somebody doing it. It's so hard to coach. Being six eight, plowing through people, <laughs> going to lay it up. Hey, Man. actually, it, it kind of. Well, well. Eric Spolstra was working video. Yeah, back then he was hard on his body. LeBron definitely was. He was just trying to bully through people, but now he he has a more finesse game and he's smart all around. Like getting it to his teammate, working his team, long run, not just like a few games. He does a long run, getting the team chemistry. He's like the full head on coach. Yeah, yeah, I but, <laughs> but I mean, it's yeah. Phil Jackson is—it's not a coincidence that it's like wherever he goes, it was just like, all right, you know. I mean, are you talking about New York? Yeah. He was an owner. That's not. That's a totally. I don't care how much he tries to. Hey, Derek Fisher, just run the run the triangle offense. It's like you don't understand, Phil. What happened to they Derek are Fisher? ass? I can't run a triangle offense with mm. ass players, bro. Mm-hmm. Like we got mellow, and then. What else? What do we got after that? And it's like, all right, well. Uh, I bet you Pop would have been able to coach that team. Pop would have got rid of a lot of players. <laughs> <laughs> he would have coached that team well. I, I think Pop can go in any 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 NBA team and turn them into a playoff team. Yeah, because he's, he's the one, honestly, if we have a conversation who's better, like Greg Popovich or Phil Jackson, that's a that to me. That's a very strong argument. I would be like, I don't know, man. It's just like this dude. Granted, Tim Duncan is is one of the greatest, if not the greatest, power forward to ever play the game. Tony Parker is not up to the point where it's like, oh, he's the, he's top five greatest point guards. He's top ten greatest point. He's not that caliber. Manu Ginobili is not the same caliber either. But when you go to Phil Jackson, it's just like, oh, who'd you have to work with? Oh, you had MJ, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, Shaq, Kobe. So it's like, yeah, well, you kind of, you kind of had. I mean, granted, you had personalities like you know Ron Artest and Rodman that he had to kind of. <laughs> he's the Zen master or whatever. But when you have Popovich, like his, I don't know if it's his team or scouting or I don't know how he works his thing. But it's just like every time I see a new player on the Spurs, I'm like, who the hell is this? They'll drop like twenty points right in front of me. I'm like, okay, I see, I see why you guys have this. Like that's Jonathan I Simmons, see, I was like, yeah. That's why I was. That's why I say Pop is definitely a better coach, or not. Even, it's not going to say. I'm not going to say better because they're both great. I'm just going to say he he wins that title of the best coach. His system can apply to any team, and he's able to always fill in those little role players for a longevity of time to continue his team. Then right. Phil could because Phil had needed three big ones, and he couldn't fill in the. Right. Couldn't do it. Pop yeah. can do it. Like, you can take how George Hill, Patty Mills, um, Danny Green, you put them on any other team, they're just like, eh, it's not, it's not doing anything. In their system, it's like, this guy's, I don't know. You realize how long the Spurs have been in the playoffs. It's just, it boggles my mind. They're always there. 
Yeah, Pop is amazing at doing that. But it is like he, he has that system set up to where he's not just pulling anybody into that team and making them great. Like, yeah, he is vetting them and like his, his, his scouting and his player selection is definitely very good because yeah. they, everyone who fits his his system too. Right. Like he's not gonna. Like, yeah, Phil, he needs certain pieces to be there. Yeah. Pop needs certain types of players who can do certain things. Like, last year, even though he had LaMarcus Aldridge, I mean, Marcus Aldridge didn't do that well because he was still getting used to the system. Mm -hmm. So even if, like, you put a superstar on his team... Right. Like, how much... I don't know. He just uses his system specifically to be really good and it works yeah so maybe it's the system maybe it's him i mean i'm not gonna say it's not him right he's been doing it for so long but yeah i mean who knows if if Kawhi leonard would have had that um with the pacers because he was with paul george at the time but for them to just be like yeah we kind of we just want Kawhi. we just bring him over here so uh yeah if we got paul george it doesn't matter and you ended up Given probably top five players in the league right now <laughs> over to the team that's that was already strong enough and it's just like yo that's ridiculous yeah it's crazy thunder is doing horrible too they do what thunder is doing horrible too yeah i mean who else do they have besides the three Terrence Ferguson looked nice when i was watching him i've never even i was heard like of that damn guy. that is exactly what that. they needed Somebody that is the size of Robertson, but can actually shoot. Oh, okay. He was knocking him down on the perimeter. And I was like, oh, damn, that's, that's, that's what Russ needed. Just kick out to somebody, have him hit a three. Hmm. But yeah, other than that, I, don't, I think their bench is super weak. Yeah. They'll get to the playoffs. They're not going to last, though. I can see them doing some work against the Spurs, though, in the playoffs. What? I can see Westbrook stepping his game up. I can see Melo stepping his game up and see Paul George stepping their game up in the playoffs. Yeah, but the rest of them is what we're talking about. <laughs> but, I, but you got to understand, it only takes really takes like one or two to go really off in playoffs. Not the Spurs. Players step it up. They'll step up, but not the Spurs, though. Like, if they were in the East, okay. I got a legitimate chance or whatever of, you know, catching somebody slipping and all that stuff or whatever. But the West, the West has been a dogfight. Like the all-star game, they're like, it's not about to be West versus East. We got to, we're doing pickup game. Like we're going <laughs> to, we're just going to pick up people and we're just going to, because it's not going to, this is going to be the most one-sided, like everybody, like Paul George left on that side. It was just like, all right, cool. That's, that's cool. Now <laughs> you guys don't, oh man, that would be Horrific. I was like, I forgot they're doing that for All Stars this week, this year, where they're doing like selections. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be tight. Is, I can't it, wait. is it the top two vote getters? Are the captains, or is it just? I yeah, top two from each uh, East West are the uh, captains. I assume it's LeBron and KD. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, definitely LeBron. I don't know who's gonna be on the other no. side. Right now in the. Right now, Giannis is the leading all-star vote-getter. Uh, really? 
he's he's on he was ahead of LeBron when I checked. He was up by like thirty thousand votes. Um, But you're not. You're. I don't think that they're showing you the coaches and the players. Oh no, because they also have a a a twenty five twenty five. So if there's a fifty percent together with coaches, players, and then fifty percent fans. So I'm pretty sure it's gonna be LeBron. I wonder if Giannis chose a team, would he screw it up? Probably. That's probably why coaches like they won't <laughs> let it happen. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't let that psych. happen. So it's definitely LeBron, and I, I want to see if LeBron picks Kyrie or not. <laughs> He's probably not just to make it fun. Oh my god! Who man. would LeBron pick first? Who would you pick first? Let's say LeBron and KD. Are Giannis. I want. I want to work with the the young cat. I want. I want to, or I'm gonna put my team full of people that I have to pass me I'm the ball. Pick Kevin Love. I'm pick, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, or, oh, no, man, people that have to pass right me though. the ball so I can be the All Star MVP. But if Jr. Smith gets into this damn game, I'm gonna <laughs> be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is Dame is making it this year. You sure? Damian Leonard needs to make it. He needs one year, man. Like, he's deserved it. Not if he's in the West, man. The West is too stacked, bro. He still beats those guards, bro. He is so underrated. (laughs) He is. He's been getting shafted on all-star votes for a couple years now. Hell, yeah. Lonzo Ball's only a couple, couple thousand. For fan votes, are you serious, man? <laughs> man? They're the last. Let's make it a tradition. We haven't talked about the big baller brand yet on here. Oh, God. Thought. Here we go. <laughs> so, um, in recent news, Lithuania is very happy <laughs> to have them in the city and the town and the country. Bruh, that is a huge fail. I don't give a damn what anybody's. <laughs> Dog, Lithuania is probably ecstatic. They are getting so much. You see the deal that he struck with Facebook mm-hmm. to get the to get their games televised. Well, not televised. I guess to put on Facebook. Ooh, dear, that boy making moves. I'm telling you, bro. This guy is, bro. Like he is an innovator when it comes to like the lane that he's hitting. He's literally doing everything he does is in his own lane. It's something brand new. I like it too. Yeah, it's so new. It's so like I'm taking my specific situation and making it. Yeah, in ways that aren't common. Like he's not taking a route that's already been paved. He's he's trailblazing some new shit, and that's crazy. So, did you approve of Ice Cube's three on three tournament? Oh, I tried to tune in during the summer, but I couldn't. I just exactly. I thought I think the league thing is a great idea, man. You, you're gonna tune into Lithuania games with like Lamelo and Leangelo and all the. All the oh, I think talking about that. No, I, yeah. If it's on Facebook, I already watched the show on Facebook. So if it's on Facebook, I'm definitely gonna watch, check out a game. Are you just gonna follow those kids? Or are you gonna Are you gonna follow the whole league? No, like, you're really gonna I'm gonna check like, out the game and see how they do. Easily, just the kids. Yeah. <laughs> 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 It's like the Moscow Marauders against, and then they're gonna start having these 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 two K teams that you you <laughs> the Dynamos. That's crazy because all these people are starting leagues now. 
which is crazy because like uh, P. Miller mm. started a league, and Ice Cube started a league, and now what's well, name's gonna want to start a league, but it's gonna be a little bit different. But it's just different leagues, right? And it brings up an example. I remember I gave you a book a few like when I was in college, MJ. Um, what was it called? Something about uh. Forty million dollars. Yeah, yeah, forty million dollars slaves. And there's an example in there about how athletes, like the greatest example, baseball, Hmm. the Black Baseball League. Okay. And it was because they wouldn't allow black people into the major leagues. Right. And so they started their own. But they were doing that league was starting to do so well that they were like, okay, we gotta let black people in, or else because they're our competition now. Right. And it's almost like an example of how that guy who created that thought, this is how people are thinking now. Mm-hmm. They're thinking like, you know what, let's just do our own thing then since they're not letting us do things right. in a certain way. Right, right, right. So that's why I'm, I'm like, it worked before in the past and I just want to see where it goes now because this is my history. It's in my time. Right, so right. it's pretty crazy to see that and that's why I'm all for it. I got you. Yeah, when I was looking at the you know what the Atlanta team was called? They were the ABCs. <laughs> ABC. They were called the Atlanta Black Crackers. That's that's listed in the league. Like I was like, yo. Granted, you're getting paid, especially back then, especially when you're not in a league and stuff like that. So I'm just curious to know what they're gonna they're gonna do, because when I see like WNBA teams and I see like the D league teams and I'm looking at their names, I'm like, that's what you like. Shout out to Las Vegas aces. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What was that for? Oh, the WNBA, WNBA team. team. But yeah, when it's like, I look at their teams are like the mad ants. <laughs> like that's your, that's what you guys landed on. <laughs> that's what you pick. That's crazy. You guys, <laughs> do you guys even have a lot of ants over there? Something <laughs> is that what the, yeah, it's true. Some of those are weird. Very weird. Right. I do like the, Las Vegas Aces uh, emblem and their logo and stuff is pretty cool. Mm. Oh, I haven't seen that. For the WNBA team? Mm-hmm. It's really nice. If you haven't checked it out, definitely check it out. Ain't the uh, the Toros, the Spurs um, WNBA team supposed to be coming out here too? That's them. They oh, took them, they rebranded them, Las Vegas Aces. Oh. They're no longer, yeah. Okay, okay. That's what I heard of. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, they, they take the, switched it around. Now they're Las Vegas Aces. Perfect, man. That should have been a name for us. Worst team out here a long time ago. Yeah, man. Shout out to uh, Sequoia Holmes. She was playing for them, and now she... No, she's back home. Yeah, she's going to be playing for the home, home, home crowd. Hey, speaking of the home crowd, man, have you, uh, MJ, have you heard about the E-League Las Vegas is going to have? The E-League location. No, what what kind of? It's gonna be their third headquarters. It's gonna be in Mandalay Bay. It's gonna they have like a seventy-seven million dollar bar that's just strictly E League bar, and they're gonna have an arena and stuff. It's gonna be E League tournaments there and everything. Dude, that's gonna be so tight. I'm for sure applying. <laughs> yeah, I, I so want to get it. Well, they just started having jobs. I tried to apply for a few, but they're just minor things. But yes, I definitely want to try to jump in and contribute some way. That sounds amazing, man. It's like, wow. That's dope. Wow. Like, it's going to be for adults, and it's going to be gaming, and it's going to be in our hometown. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm tired of Dave and Buster's being packed. (laughs) (laughs) In 
Vegas already holds the the biggest Evo. fighting tournament. Yeah, Evo. They already hold the biggest fighting tournament of the year every year. So like, I'd imagine every other tournament would be coming pretty close. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, yeah. yeah. I'm just all about the E leagues. I, I bought a jersey or of San Francisco for the. Black Crackers. East San Francisco's Overwatch team. <laughs> <laughs> I hella bought a jersey for them. It's kind of tight. That is their, their league starts up in January, and I just like what they're... I mean, obviously, being a gamer, I just like esports and giving kids the opportunity to actually like become professionals in video games. Like, yeah. Well, kids aren't getting the opportunity. It's the, it's the adults around our age that are getting the opportunity. <laughs> well, <laughs> there is an age limit. Yeah. But, it gives hopes for the kids. Yeah. 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 It really you does. Make, everyone in the Overwatch E-League makes, all the players make 50000 a year, plus like benefits and room and board paid for. That's all they so want. Like, That's all they need. Two two seasons, and it's crazy. You got to think that it's $100,000, but $100,000, two seasons, and your kid can go to college now. He just paid for his whole college tuition. Very mm-hmm. true. Yeah, man. That's, that's such man. I know. Yeah, parenting, we're, our, the whole guideline rule book that we had, that we were raised by. Scratch that. We have to. That sucks. <laughs> like, I'm going to butcher my kid. Like, I have no idea where to start. <laughs> So like this kid's playing video games. I'm like, yeah, just do the best you can, I guess. Like, I don't know what to... Oh, you know what's worse? What I can see, like, feeding. You know those, those parents that push their kids too hard in sports? Mm-hmm. Imagine that for gaming. Like, Dad, I don't want to play no games. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go outside and play with my friends. <laughs> no, you sit in that front of that computer all day. Uh, oh, oh, man. Work on that no-scope. Work on that no-scope. <laughs> You gotta oh, communicate. He's just a pistol. <laughs> you gotta yeah. communicate. You got a mic on. You're not even talking. Gotta... It's gonna happen though. The, like the generation, two generations after this one, that is like gonna be gamers. It's gonna happen. I want to slap every math teacher I ever had. Where they're like, <laughs> like you're gonna have to learn this, man. Cause you're not, you're not always gonna have a calculator on you. I want to slap him with my smartphone <laughs> so bad. <laughs> oh. oh man, it's crazy. Yeah. Ah, oh, parenting's about to be bad, man. You ever you ever think about parenting, MJ? Yeah, especially after I watched that Black Mirror episode, I was like, all right, I'm just gonna be so straight up, and like I'll let them believe in like Santa, like make believe stuff for a little until they like figure it out. I'm like, all right, well, this is why I lied to you for so long, <laughs> but like. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's so hard. I want to be so straightforward and honest, but I know at the same time, kids' mindsets aren't the same as like what mine is as an adult. So you just gotta. I just. I think to me, the biggest thing is to help them logically. How to help them problem solve? Hmm. They have to be able to deduce things for themselves, right? And just kind of pushing them in the right direction. And just like making them ask questions on why is this like this? And, you know, can it be changed? Just that's really the best. That's going to be my approach to it so far. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's going to work. 
Theoretically, I guess. <laughs> so you gotta just trial and error. There's nothing you can nothing you can really do. It's either just you know, you either hit it on the head or irreversible damage that you you can't undo <laughs> from that point on. Very true. Very, very true. I gotta read some books. <laughs> <laughs> uh I think I'll be alright though on like books and stuff. I feel like I'm gonna be a great parent, but we'll see. I'm still dealing with old dating situations, so I'm far from even thinking <laughs> about that shit one. right now. <laughs> Which brings me to episode three, but we'll talk about episode three of Black Mirror way <laughs> in a few episodes. Because that, I got some, yeah, the dating game, yeah. What do you say? There's a dating app for elitist. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> R. Kelly, 182. <laughs> my bio. Trying to get pissed on like R. Kelly did them. <laughs> but speaking of E-League I've really been thinking about what this this 2K E-League that, that's actually not E-League they want to separate their name from E-League which is kind of crazy they're just a league they're just NBA 2K League so if you're going to talk about the NBA 2K League do not say E-League they are <clears throat> a certain type of E-League but they're just League man that's some hipster because <laughs> they're not associated with it yeah right that, that's kind of some but I think the whole, we'll see how this after this month go, but it's, you know, I've been looking at a lot of social media and seeing how it's going and it very looks, it very much looks like they're just going to pick 85 people that have like the most followings and that are good mm. because they're not even, they're trying to water it down and say, oh, everyone's qualified, but they're really, you could tell the people with the, the most brand awareness or brand or following. Yeah, if you're not even drafted. bringing in the E League, then yeah. you're kind of you have to. Yeah, I was thinking it was going to be something like they take everyone and it's kind of like open gym kind of thing where you put everyone on teams, everyone goes through a tournament, and then like so, I don't know. So that's what they're. So this is how it's going now. So right now you got to make fifty. You got to win fifty pro am games, right? Mm-hmm. And when you make those fifty pro am games through the First day of January, January first to the last day, the thirty first. You, if you do make those, win those fifty prime games, you are qualified for February. They haven't given, they're not giving details on February yet. They're just saying you're being analyzed off those fifty wins in some type of crazy analyzation stuff they have that is gonna <laughs> tell, right, like- it's gonna put you in to some type of tournament or some type of thing in February that you play against other people with. Hmm. And then after that February of, of gameplay, you're going to get, they're going to pick the 85 out of that. That's what they're saying. So I don't know who's going to go on next though. I think they're going to pick the best people that put in 50 games, mm-hmm. whatever analytics they have. Right, right. And they go into February playing against each other. And then after that, they'll do the pick maybe, but... Who goes on is what I'm saying from here this month. How are they picking that? Is it really analytics of down to the details of how good you are? Or is it, oh, that guy has a really big following. He's pretty good. Let's put him through. I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see the transparency. <laughs> More transparency around that on how they're picking those exactly. players. But they're not, they're not giving details on it, you know. But it's still a very cool concept. They're having GMs and they're they're going to be very close related to the NBA teams, the facilities. You're going to be living next to it, and it's going to be very related to the NBA. So it's just really, really cool. 
you know they do the uh the mocap and like the green screen and all that stuff, right? Like they do it here. What do you mean? Like they do it downtown. Yeah, like the the they have the facility. Oh yeah, yeah. Like down on the by uh Fremont. And I was like, really? Mm. Okay, that's cool to know. So I guess we're like secretly a gaming community. Like, are you talking about like Evo already coming here and mm-hmm. doing uh the mocap and I'm sure you know voiceovers and developing and testing and actual like companies mm-hmm. it's just it's so cheap out here that people can just move out here and 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 get like a a huge warehouse mm-hmm. to house all that stuff but hopefully uh we become the second seattle that's what, <laughs> that's, what that's what we want to become but i would definitely want to jump back on um overwatch but i've seen they just started their league right like restarted their league like the second season or whatever another season yeah, so the preseason ended uh, like the second week of December. They had like six games, and like every team in the league got like a preseason match in, or every team that could. And then the official season starts in January. I think it goes all the way till May or June. And yeah, there's, there's so much money thrown into it too. Like each player gets paid 50K, and then like there's over, I think, like two million in like prizes for champion making playoffs all-star game stuff like that so i mean blizzard really put a lot into it and it's cool i don't know it's so cool because you can follow like the players like you can go on the the overwatchleague.com and look at all the players look at where they're from like there's one guy, there's nobody from Vegas, Dang. but there's one guy from Seattle. Actually, there's two people from like the Seattle area on different teams. And it's just like, hey, I've actually seen them stream before. Like, I wonder if I even got like put in a match with them before. Hmm. I feel like I have, especially when we were trying to get to our. We've we played some really seriously good people. We did. <laughs> And we felt like we were putting in so much time. So much. And I look at how many games that they've played, and I'm like, holy crap. Yeah, you got to love it. You got to really love it. Yeah, you got to, like, sacrifice a huge chunk of your time. That's why I like, kind of like it. Casual streaming would be would be really cool. Yes. I you like wouldn't that. get, like, those 30,000 viewers, like, the second you hop on, but... But you will grow with a small knit, you know? That's all I want, a small knit of people. Yeah. A good group of people, you know? Because mm-hmm. gaming is so fun, man. It really is a stress reliever. It's just so much to it. That's just it's a beautiful thing to me, you know? The cooperation in it, too, for games like uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Like, oh, man. You, you really do build like that that camaraderie with the people on your team where it's like, mm-hmm. all right, this dude's actually cool. I'm about to add him. We're about to go through some, go through some missions. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously siege. You just go through matches, but, <laughs> but yeah, it really is. It really is tight. You just got to get saliva and DNA and, and <laughs> create your own little world now. Oh man, you can't wait to watch <laughs> that stuff now. <laughs> <Put this. coughs> All right. Any final thoughts? Uh, I don't really know too much about him, uh, other than today. But fuck Logan Paul, I guess. 
That's all I got. <laughs> what about him? No, about his actions. Making fun of a... Uh, unless you Dave Chappelle, man, you can't... Like, <laughs> Dave Chappelle can talk about women's rights and rape and all types of stuff or whatever, and at the end of the joke, it's like, all right, it's pretty funny. Logan Paul's got to... You got to have two seasons of a sketch comedy show and get canceled on the third one and just quit and move to Africa. He do all that, <laughs> then you can laugh at suicide. But it, it, until then, you died out with, Van, oh, with Vine, homie. So you might want to chill out. <laughs> That's not what his bank account says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think final thoughts for me is just like parenting is just... It's definitely changing. And no right or wrong ways to forget about it everybody's got their own situations but situations like that logan paul thing i think does need to be addressed and you just gotta talk to your kids people talk to your kids yeah (laughs) especially on the final thoughts with logan paul is um yeah it really it comes down to you're 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 mad because your kids are watching it more than you are mad at that guy or you're mad at you know like it's 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 more within thing. Even though it was inappropriate that he did that, mm-hmm. there's so much other inappropriate things in this world you should be mad at, as your kid could probably watch, than that, you know? So that's how I see that with my final thought. Um, Man, these elitists out here. The elitists, man. They, I think they're psychotic a little bit. And now to the E-League, man. You can follow me on Twitch, Yada underscore Swishington. All right. Thank you for listening to The Common Thought. This is your host, Yada. Socially conscious. Music loving, sports fanatic, gamer. You can follow me on all social media handles at Yada underscore Swishington. To my right, I have... Leader of the Boy Brigade. Uh, Coming to do these uh, little common thoughts. I love how... It's common and complex at the same time, man. I love, I love this place. Good, good, good headspace right here. And all the way to the Puget Sound, we have MJ Astro Boy. Yeah, man. If there's more people in the world having common thought conversations, who knows? Yeah. Who knows Thank what we could achieve? See you next week. Yeah. <laughs>